Welcome back to Tennis Picks and Bets. I'm your host, John, at JRTweetsTennis on Twitter. Of course, we are heading into the women's semifinals on Thursday. Two matches to give a quick preview for. But before we do that, make sure you are subscribed and you've rated and reviewed to Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets The Mix for all your podcasting and audio needs when it comes to fantasy sports and bets across multiple sports from the Mayo Media Network. Speaking of the Mayo Media Network, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel here and drop a like on the video below. Lone play that's wrapped up today, Haran Hachanov, that first set over 10 and a half at plus 162, just short. We got to four all, we got all the holds we needed at the start, but from 40-15 up, he was broken and we end up just short of getting there. Still thought the play was had legs right till the end. Still liked it at that price. And of course, Hubert Hurtcatch still to be decided against Federer, but looking pretty strong in the early goings. Now, on to the women's semifinals. And to preview the final two matches, um, or two of the final three matches in the women's draw, of course, the final being played on Saturday. First up, Angie Kerber, Ash Barty. And we're actually going to go with the lone official play on this video will be Angelique Kerber on the money line at plus 200, anywhere from plus 190 to plus 200, widely available. This is getting a little excessive. Now, Ash Barty stumbled early on in that first round, blowing a second set lead to a player who was on the verge of retirement, but responded well and has acquitted her, herself well since. She's got the serve, she's got the forehand, and she's got the slice that normally work well on grass. But Angelique Kerber's no slouch on this surface either. The pedigree, it's there. She has won this turn before, beating... Serena Williams in the final to do so, to claim that title. She's also got a stylistic edge I like here against Ash Barty. She plays as a lefty, so if Ash Barty's going to slice that into her forehand, that, that low-bouncing slice that's so effective, that's something that Angie's going to be okay with. If she tries to come to her backhand side, even better. Angelique Kerber, through the first set and a half in her last match, in her quarterfinal match, hit more winners from her backhand side than her forehand side. The low bounce is no issue. Angelique Kerber doesn't just play the low bounce well. She prefers it. She's got a very sturdy lower lower half of her body, very strong, and allows her to get right down to the ground and take the ball early as it's just rising up off the bounce and rip with angles and depth, taking time away from her opponents, both in hitting the ball early and in getting the ball deep in the court. Kind of take control of those points. The Ashley Barty slice, not necessarily the best opponent for her to play here. I think Angie... Kerber has a real solid chance to take this match down. And considering the pedigree and a little bit of a stylistic edge, I give her anywhere from a 40% to a coin flip percent chance. And this line has her way out at just winning this a third of the time. Certainly a missed price we're going to look to take advantage of in the women's semifinals. The other match, Karolina Pliskova and Arena Sabalenka. Boy, if I were to tell you serve and forehands and big hitters on grass, the first two players are two of the first three or four players that should come to mind are these two. Pliskova and Sabalenka are both having what we would call a breakout tournament. Pliskova, we haven't seen this kind of success from or this level of play from in quite some time. Plenty of questions were being asked of her as the season had gone along. She's answered them really well so far at Wimbledon. Her serve has been excellent, and it is such a weapon that it's allowed her to come in and take those next shots early and put away points without getting herself into longer rallies where her movement can be exposed a little bit. 
Sabalenka had never really gone deep at this tournament or really any Grand Slam before. Despite having a ton of success on tour this year, there were a lot of questions being asked about her mental game in the bigger moments on the biggest stages like the majors and Grand Slams here uh, at Wimbledon. And certainly both of them have acquitted themselves well. Making the semifinals here is a statement from them both. Whoever makes the final will have answered even more questions than the other. And it's a very, very even matchup. I do think that Sabalenka is the deserved favorite, though. She's going to move better. And I think she has a little more to her backhand wing than Pliskova. I think she's going to find more uh, winners with her movement. And I think she can really exploit Pliskova with that big serve and forehand combo. If she can pull her off court with the serve, she has a wide open court and someone doesn't move well to put it away. So I think she's going to hold a little, a little easier. Reason why we're not going to lay games here, though, is Arena Sabalenka also has that very erratic game where if she loses it, it's gone for four or five games at a time. Really gets tough to cover spreads if you're losing sets and if you're, especially if you're losing one of them in a lopsided fashion. Not exactly the kind of play I'm looking for. On the over-unders market, it's all the way up at 22 games. If you're going to take that, I'd almost look into playing the over two and a half sets if your book has that market available. Not too keen there. If you do want to play, if you just want to put a little bit of cash, again, not don't go crazy with this, but the first set overs markets, as heartbreaking as they have been in these videos, the over nine and a half sitting at minus 110 looks like an intriguing option. If these wouldn't both have their serve going as well as they have all tournament, which is all we have to go on, then this should get to 10 games rather easily. The concern, again, is that Sabalenka erratic play where she could lose it or win it 6-2 depending on how her ground strokes are landing and if she does manage to redline. So again, just the Angie Kerber money line plus 190 to plus 200 play. And then, of course, if you want to get down something on that second match, if you're up tomorrow morning or you have something on in the background if you work from home, that's probably the angle to take on the Sabalenka Pushka matches over nine and a half games, first set at minus 110. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll be back again tomorrow to preview the men's semifinals, which will include a Canadian in Denis Shapovalov. That makes me happy as a Canadian tennis fan. So be sure to check back tomorrow. And again, subscribe to the Mayo Media Network YouTube channel and like this video. Comment with something else that you might like in the women's semis that I didn't touch on in this video as well in the comments below. Thanks for watching, guys.